Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Joining me today ahead of a massive match for the Black Ferns, a World Cup final at Eden Parks. Commentator, sports broadcaster, author and all-round good sort, Scotty Stevenson. Scotty, thanks so much for joining me today. How are you feeling ahead of uh, Big Finals footy? Uh, I'm feeling great, although uh, the weather in Auckland can just sort its shit out, that's for sure. Hopefully this rain goes away and we've got a good night at Eden Park, but even so, it'll still be a pretty special occasion, and I don't think either side will be too worried about the rain, to be honest. Yeah, well, that was that was going to be my question, actually, is, you know, it's, it's tipping it down in, in Auckland as, as we speak. It's meant to clear up for final tonight, 7.30, is this really going to play into the English uh, side's hands or can the Black Ferns manage to find a way to get around this and, and flourish with some wet weather footy? Well, I saw them play the last game in the Pacific Force Series back in June-July against the US in Whangarei in atrocious conditions and they played near flawless rugby. I know that the quality of opposition uh, for this final is going to be a little level up on that match, but even so, I think they showed the fluency and the dynamism that it's come to reflect the style of play they're trying to achieve out there. So, yeah, I think a, a dry night at Eden Park is going to be great for everyone. Uh, hopefully we get that in a few hours' time. But, um, look, if not, I, I just don't think either side's going to worry too much. Will England's style of play be more suited to the weather? I guess it would be. I think everyone can see the way they play, the structures they play with, and it is very structured, uh, if not quite predictable kind of football. But then... Uh, you, you know, I think if the if the all but uh, the black fans, should I say, uh, can find their accuracy and can make sure that they're running tight support lines, and there's no reason they can't play the same style of footy they've employed throughout the tournament. Yeah, I like to hear it. They're through to the final courtesy of a, a nail-biting 25-24 win over what we would say a very well-organised French side. Have you recovered from that one yet, Scotty? That was that was pretty full on. Are you ready to go again? Yeah, no, I'm really... Uh, that took a while to recover from, actually. There was a bit of decompression required after that game. And, uh, you know, quite an emotional moment, I think, on the panel with uh, Liz mm. Elder in particular, who, um, you know, just I wanted to just mention her briefly while we chat about this because, you know, it was her fervent wish and dream to be in that Blackburn side for this campaign, and it wasn't to be. Uh, and she has carried herself with such grace and dignity throughout this tournament. But obviously... Uh, she was incredibly emotional, as, as we were, but for her in particular, that was a roller coaster last Saturday night. And, um, you know, her ability to, to let that show, I think, in the moment after the match, spoke volumes about who she is as a person and, and about all the women in this game and, and certainly the women that I've been privileged to work through through this campaign. Uh, they live it, they breathe it, they're really passionate about it. And uh, the way that that crowd stuck around, and I think that's what got us all, really, that the way the crowd stuck around, listened to her, hey, Demont, after the game and to acknowledge that team. I, I haven't seen teams like that at Eden Park with such a crowd staying behind since McCaw did farewell to New Zealand in his final home test. And, and that was an incredibly uh, moving and, and I think catalytic change in the game for me. 
Yeah, it was. It was a really special moment. It actually brought a tear to my eye and a few others who were sitting in the pub watching. It was, yeah, it was a really beautiful moment. And, and I think just shows how, how special this Black Fern side is and, and the personalities of, of all the women involved. And so cool to see the crowds that have been coming out. There's been over 100,000 fans attending the games live. The final at Eden Park now sold out. How important, though, is that home crowd going to be tonight? Huge, Frank. Uh, the Black Ferns have set it all tournament long. And it's quite funny because the two games they've played at Eden Park and those quite big crowds, especially that opening game, and then uh, while there were a few less um, in the, at the semi-final, it'll be back to capacity for the final tonight. And um, look, you know, they've started slowly. Uh, they've got to make sure that they can cope with that moment, with the start of the match, with all the emotion that, that they bring into it. Uh, through that wonderful haka uh, and just uh, making sure that that crowd does energise them instead of, uh, you know, turning them rather into the possums in the headlights. You know, they gave up 17 points against Australia in the first 30 minutes. Uh, they gave up 10 against France. So they can't start like that against England. If England get their roll on, they are going to be very hard to close down because they are so adept at playing footy in front. And, uh, you know, the Black Ferns must come out from the opening whistle and set the tone in this game. The crowd's going to be great, and, and it's really the support for all the teams in this tournament has been fantastic. It's not just about Black Ferns. Every team here has played its part in making sure that this is the Rugby World Cup that changes the face of Rugby World Cups forever. It's a bloody good thing. Um, and, you know, look, I, I cannot tell you how many people I know who, uh, heretofore, Frank, haven't had that much of an interest in going along to watch an All Blacks test or going along to watch a game of Super Rugby uh, but my phone's been ringing hot with people begging, borrowing, trying to steal tickets. Uh, and that people have never been to Eden Park before, Frank. And I think that speaks volumes about what these women um, have achieved, what this tournament has done for the game, not the women's game, for the game. And, you know, long may that continue. I, I think by the time this tournament returns to New Zealand, and I, I certainly hope it does, you know, we'll see a tournament that is nationwide, uh, and that packs out grounds across the country, and that's going to be the legacy this tournament, I think, leaves. Heck yeah. yeah. It's been absolutely brilliant to watch. The amount of people I've had the same who, who almost their love for rugby has just been, been re-energised by the way that mm. these women have gone about their footy, gone about dealing with the media, just, just the way they seem to interact with each other. Like The only way I can sum them up is... They are cool, you know. Everyone wants to be a be a black fern. Everyone wants to be part of it. We're all we're all riding the bus now. We're all in right behind them. So yeah, it's been it has been brilliant to see. But we have to admit, this English side they've they've been the dominant side in recent years. Unbeaten streak, sitting at thirty in a row. They had a little scare in their semi final against Canada. But what is it that makes these guys these, this English team just just so good? Time in the saddle. Uh, for one, a lot of test caps. Sarah Hunter playing her 140th test mm. uh, this week. I, I looked through that Black Ferns lineup. I think there's 113 caps in the whole team. Uh, that tells a story, doesn't it, about um, just how much footy the home side has played in recent years, but also just how experienced the England side is. And, and Sarah Hunter's just one. Amy Cocaine, who's an absolute legend at hooker, she'll play her 70th test. Um, others are knocking on the door of 100. It's it's quite phenomenal. Um, and, they, and they've got a game plan that just works for them. It, it's come out of, you know, a, a traditional English-style playbook. And I, I don't mean that disparagingly at all. I think they just play to their strengths. They're coached well. Uh, they understand what they're trying to do on the field. They're tactically very astute, especially Zoe Harrison at 10. She really drives that game. And she's going to be the hugest threat, I think, 
to New Zealand, we talk a lot about their pack, and, and it's a formidable pack. Hunter, the aforementioned Marley Packer, Alex Matthews, and that loose four trio. Uh, Zoe Warcroft, who I think was World Player of the Year last year at Locke. Vicky Cornborough and Sarah Byrne on the, on the side of Amy Cocaine. So you look through that pack, and we know they like to drive. We know their mall's good. We know their scrum lineouts are very proficient. Uh, they're also very good around the breakdown. So I don't see a lot of weaknesses there. What I do see, though, is a Blackfern side that will be willing and able to take them head on, especially on the carry. I think what we've seen from Maya Roos uh, throughout this tournament has been phenomenal for such a young player. Uh, she just carries brutally all game long. Chelsea Bremer gets better and better. Uh, I, I think the player who's got the most to prove in this game, and, and I mean this you know, in a, in a nice way, is Alana Bremner. If Alana Bremner uh, can play the game of her life, I think with Sarah Hedony and Charmaine McMenamin coming back into that loose forward trio, um, that, that'd be a loose forward trio that'd take on anyone in the world. Um, but yeah, we'll go back to the original point, Frank. There, there's no match for experience. And Sarah Hunter's still hurting from 2017 when the Black Ferns were able to come mm. from behind in Belfast and win that game 41-32. And that was a magnificent game of rugby. There's plenty of players on both sides who remember that day, and that could be crucial too when it gets down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, absolutely. You just think 140 tests. It's a, it's a fantastic <laughs> effort from Sarah Hunter. It's it's incredible to think that she's played more than all of the Black Ferns combined, but talk about big game <laughs> well, experience. Also, can, I, can I give you some context for that? Yeah. There, there are three players in rugby history, in the game, in history, who have played more tests than Sarah Hunter. One's Alan Wynne-Jones, the great Welshman. One's mm-hmm. Richard McCaw, and one's Sam Whitelock. Um, Sarah Hunter it becomes the most fourth most capped player in the history of the international game. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Those are some, some good company to find yourself in and amongst, that's for sure. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> but we talk, we talk big game experience. Obviously, the English, they're, they're going to have that in spades just by the, the number of caps that they've got next to their name. But, but how important is the, the Sevens influence, the ability for, for those women to come into the side? They've played in a lot of tournaments. They play a lot of footy together, those connections. How important is that coming into the final? Yeah, we'll look through that back line, right? And you've got Portia Woodman, Theresa Fitzpatrick, Stacey Fuller, Ruby Tui, all seven stars, uh, playing 11, 12, 13 and 14. Uh, there's no doubt for me that they have great vision for the game. They suit the style of play that the Black Ferns bring to the game. Um, they're fast. They're industrious. They work hard. Uh, Adam, the other, Sarah Hedini, of course, who's been a beast throughout this tournament. Her support play, uh, her ability to run seven lines and get to the breakdown, either make the jackal or be the bridge to make sure that the Black Ferns get the ball back. And she was involved in a crucial play just like that for the go-ahead score for the Black Ferns on Saturday night. Um, you know, they, they bring a wealth of knowledge. They bring huge fitness, big, big lungs. I mean, they can stay like the mother-in-law, those four players in the back line. So uh, they, they know exactly what they've got to do. And they've been on the biggest stage in their game, right, in the sevens game. Um, yeah. You know, Flula and, and, and Woodman, have been there to World Cups before, so they understand what it takes to win one. Um, and, you know, they've, they're absolutely fantastic for a young player like Renee Holmes as well because they understand support players I mentioned, but they also understand how to pivot at the back, uh, how to switch roles and just how to link up. They're always hungry for the ball, which is going to be crucial. And England defend narrow. Uh, while their defence is very proficient and very staunch, they do set up quite narrow. So... Yeah, if we can find anything close to parity in the forward pack in terms of getting over the game line, then it does open opportunities out wide for this Black Ferns side. And with 
Fitzpatrick and Flula feeding the wings, um, you know, I, I think Ruby Two and Portia Woodman should get set for a very busy night. And can we say Kendra Coxedge, what a, what a servant she's been of, hmm. of New Zealand rugby as well. Fairy tale finish, a chance for her. How influential is she in this team? I, I just think of her in that semi-final. She ran hmm. the French ragged. She ran herself ragged, still had the energy to like leap, look like three feet in the air um, at, at the, the final <laughs> whistle. I that? just think, yeah, what a, what a phenomenal player she is. And do you think the Black Ferns have got it in them to, to send her off with that fairy tale finish? Oh, look, they would love to do nothing more uh, or nothing less than that. Uh, Kendra Coxedge deserves the plaudits. Uh, she was, she broke new ground in New Zealand rugby when she became the first woman to be crowned New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year. That's across both men's and women's game. Uh, she has given her all for this team for a very long period of time. She is the most capped black fern of all time. Um, and, yeah, look, she does provide the spark, doesn't she? She's just non-stop from opening whistle to final whistle and... You know, she's got to stay in the blue. That's what I would say to use some <laughs> modern sports psychology chat. Um, I thought there were a couple of times in the game against France where, uh, you, you know, she she will defend it by saying that Wayne Smith has told them to play their game. But sometimes you've got to play the game that all 14 others know that you're playing. And, you know, I hope Kendra can go out there and, you know, make smart tactical decisions. I love the way they play with tempo and they've got to set that tempo tonight against the English. Uh, but there are some times in the game where circumspection is probably the right move. So we'll see. I don't expect her to change too much and I celebrate the player she is and the person she is. Um, but she has a huge job to make sure that while she's setting tempo, she's also got to set the structure and make sure that that, that team is coming along for the ride, especially in that combination with Rudamont, which is going to be really crucial um, up against Infante and Harrison in the halves. So uh, a big job for Kendra Coxedge to do. I hope she gets the acknowledgement she deserves. I'm sure she will. And, and I certainly know the team will be giving it their all to play for her as much as for themselves and their families. Yeah, love it. I'm sure she'll be one of the ones that Wayne Smith mentioned was practising their drop goals all week. I'm sure she's <laughs> one that, that fancies herself in the dying minutes, that's for sure. Last question, Scotty. A prediction for this final Where's your money going? Where's your heart going? What do, what do you think's coming up for us tonight? Uh, I think a great game, a great celebration of the game for starters. So, uh, you know, I'll talk around the, the genuine question here, Frank, for a second. And I think it's a continuation of what we saw starting in New Zealand with the Cricket World Cup. And I did wanted to acknowledge, you know, the White Ferns who really were the first um, to get their World Cup underway under much different circumstances. Uh, COVID straightened, of course. So, uh, But, you know, the same way you captured the imagination of New Zealand, this Black Ferns team has taken that and taken another leap forward with this World Cup. Uh, they're going to try and ride that all the way. I, I think if the Black Ferns, Frank, and I, I mean this sincerely, uh, all biased aside, and, um, you know, my role, it pays not to be too biased about the teams you're supporting. Um, look, if the Black Ferns play close to their potential in this game I think it's theirs for the taking if they don't and if they allow England to set the tempo uh, then England's most certainly in pole position I think the Black Ferns will put on a show uh, tonight um, and look I'm going to back them by, by the smallest of margins by the smallest of margins and that probably goes against the form book but I'm just a huge believer in what they play and the style of rugby they play and how they've bettered that in in very quick fashion and how much they believe in it. And 
you know, I, I tend to agree with a lot of the rhetoric around this week where the pressure's really on England. They're the ones with the fully professional program. They're the ones with a million-pound bonus on the line. Um, they're the ones who are trying to go out there and prove that a fully professional program is a world champion program. Um, you know, the Black Ferns have a speed bump. They've won four of the four finals they've faced in, against each other in World Cups. History's on their side. Home crowd advantage. I think it's there for the New Zealand side. Excellent. That is what I like to hear. Let, let's hope uh, five from five is what we are celebrating Saturday night. Thank you so much for your time, Scotty. It's been brilliant to chat, as always. And uh, go the Black Ferns, eh? Good on you, Frank. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Excellent. That was commentator Scotty Stevenson ahead of tonight's Rugby World Cup final. And that was your Canterbury Rugby update brought to you by Kevlar Homes, helping build the future of Canterbury Rugby. Kevlar Homes, proud partner of Canterbury Rugby. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.